Sophie Hardy and the Changeling Hybrid by Emma Dale. Narrated by Leona Hall. Chapter 9. This Changes Everything. When Sophie reached the main entrance, Kingsley and Desmerelda were there, politely holding the door open for her. Being in a transfixed state about what her parents, Mrs Jones and Mrs Phoenix, were talking about, Sophie didn't realise they were there and just walked through without acknowledging them. Kingsley's mum tutted loud enough for Sophie to come out of the state and turn back round to see them. Sorry, did I just walk past you? she asked innocently. Desmerelda closed the main entrance behind her and the three began to make their way across the car park. Yes, Desmerelda said. It's okay. Sounds like you've had a busy enough day. It has been quite eventful, yes, Sophie replied. Before Sophie could continue, she caught sight of the woman she had seen yesterday standing at the bottom of the school drive. She was there again, looking at her. Sophie squinted to get a better look. The changelings were gathering again. The lady turned to the side and walked away when she saw Desmerelda. Sophie was about to shout after the woman, but Desmerelda started talking. It's Sophie, isn't it? she asked. Sophie turned around to talk to her. Yes, she said, maintaining the good girl persona. Kingsley tells me that Mrs Phoenix isn't your regular teacher. What happened to the normal one? Desmerelda asked. Sophie knew straight away she was being quizzed. Mrs Phoenix had inadvertently told the class earlier that Kingsley's mum had wanted to talk to Miss Sissons and so she very quickly decided that some things were best kept secret from her. She had told Kingsley that they could protect him and his mum but she needed to tell Miss Sissons and the others before she could build up Desmerelda's hopes. Yes, we used to have Miss Sissons but she left right at the start of the year, she said, not lying as much, just not revealing the whole truth. Do you know where she went? Desmerelda asked. Nobody knows. She just sort of disappeared. I don't think any of the teachers have heard from her since. Again, this was not strictly speaking a lie. Desmerelda saw straight through it. And what about you? Have you heard from her? Sophie stepped back. She was shocked at how easily Desmerelda had seen through her. So Sophie changed the topic of conversation to try and escape how uncomfortable she was. Sorry, what was your name? I can't keep calling you Kingsley's mum. Sophie said, smiling very apprehensively. Desmerelda, Desmerelda replied, but clearly that was just to get the question out of the way so she could continue with her questions. That's a great name, Sophie said, with as much fake enthusiasm as she could muster. Thank you. Now answer my question. Desmerelda said with a bit more menace in her voice. There was a blue tint in her eye as well. No, I haven't heard from her. Why would I? Sophie was hoping her mum and dad would appear to help her out. You're lying, Desmerelda said, very threateningly. I can always tell when children are lying. I have to find her to see if she can explain what is happening to my son and me and whether she can help us. Sophie desperately wanted to tell her that they could help and that she knew exactly where the teacher was, but that would be taking too much of a risk. Right now, Desmerelda was a problem, but she needed Sophie more than Sophie needed her, so Sophie quickly decided that no harm could be coming her way. The blue glow in Desmerelda's eye had started to spread to her face. Her veins were lit up like Kingsley's had earlier. Sophie looked at Kingsley. He had now covered his ears and was trying not to listen. Desmerelda began to transform. Her nose grew longer, spots and scars appeared on her face and her lips started to shrivel into a wrinkly, pursed shape. Sophie began to wonder whether she was actually in danger. Tell me where she is. I need to find her, please. 
Desmeralda was almost begging, but very angrily. Sophie had seen what Kingsley had done to the dragon, and he had admitted to her that he didn't know what he was or whether he could fully control his powers. Now, Sophie was on her own, faced with someone a lot bigger than she was, and, Sophie assumed, in better control of her powers. Not only that, but Sophie was Sophie and not in her avatar. Any powers Desmeralda chose to use here would work, whatever they were. The face started to terrify Sophie as warts and scars began to grow across the green skin. Please don't lie to me. That woman is responsible for everything. I have to talk to her and find out why. Desmeralda reached forward and took Sophie's arm. Tell me, she begged. Sophie tried to get out of the grip, but Desmeralda tightened it. You're hurting me, Sophie said, trying to wriggle out. Kingsley just stood there with a blue glow and his hands over his ears. Tell me and I will let you go. Desmeralda raised her voice, so much so that a pair of old ladies had stopped at the school gates to see what the shouting was about. Are you OK, little girl? One of them shouted up to Sophie. She's fine, Desmeralda shouted back, not taking her eyes off Sophie. She just needs to tell me where her teacher is. The old ladies didn't believe a word of it and so started to walk up the drive. She doesn't seem fine to me, one of them said. Desmerilda took her stare off Sophie and the electric blue eyes fixed themselves on the pensioners. Seeing exactly what Desmerilda looked like up close, the ladies started to back off. I said, she's fine. Desmerilda shot a bolt of blue from the hand that wasn't holding Sophie, which struck the ladies. They just vanished. Sophie saw it, clear as day. It was like with the dragon, but there was no encasing in blue sphere. They were just gone. Sophie was really worried now. She wriggled even harder to get out of the vice-like grip, but she couldn't get away. I don't want to hurt you or anyone, but I will talk to Jane, Desmerelda said through the fury and desperation in her eyes. Her arms started to hurt. Sophie let out a scream of pain. Just as she did so, her mum and dad ran out of the main entrance, closely followed by Mrs Phoenix and Mrs Jones. Get your hands off my daughter! yelled Amelia, who pulled Desmerelda off her. As her grip fell away, Desmerelda's face returned to normal. Sophie ran straight to the sanctuary of Tom's arms. All the blue had faded from Desmerelda and Kingsley took his hands off his ears. Get in the car, Amelia said calmly to Sophie. You be careful, she then said, aiming it at Desmerelda, as well as a strong finger wagging, but also a slurred tone that Sophie might have thought more of if she hadn't been so panicked. Desmerelda stood with her head down, looking embarrassed and slightly confused. Then Sophie saw Mrs Jones and Mrs Phoenix take her back to school as Tom unlocked the car. Still very shaken, Sophie logged into her implant and sent a message to Clara and Yasmin. Scope, seven o'clock. Very important. She clicked send, then wondered what she was going to say to Miss Sissons. Sophie Hardy Saga was written and produced by Emma Dale and narrated and produced by Leona Hall. If you enjoyed it and would like to continue to follow the adventures of Sophie and her friends in coming episodes, then please subscribe through one of the many podcast providers out there. The links for each of these can be found on our website. If you require more information, visit our many social media channels or if you would like to purchase a hard copy of the book, then be sure to check out www.sophiehardysaga.com. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy. Thank you.